Welcome to The Story Forest, a podcast of original tales for curious and adventurous children. Today, Princess Isabel is excited for a day of adventure, but it seems everything is ruined when her cousins arrive. Written by Anna Roberts and read by her favourite storyteller in the world, her mother, Pam McNaughton. Princess Isabel and the Rude Cousins For once, Princess Isabel woke up early. It was just starting to get light outside, and when she looked out of the window, it all looked so magical that she decided to sneak out for a walk before breakfast. She shoved on some warm clothes, then slipped downstairs and out of the door. She wasn't surprised to find Harriet the hare nibbling the dewy grass nearby. They were best friends after all. The early morning felt still and wonderful, so the two friends didn't say anything as they walked across the grass, the dew wetting Princess Isabel's clothes and the sun getting very gradually brighter. They walked across the lawn of the castle, seeing the rabbits nibbling the daisies and hearing the birds sing all around them. It was beautiful. As they walked towards the lake, however, Princess Isabel frowned and looked at Harriet the Hare, who was also doing a hare frown. They could hear a little noise, a twinkly musical noise, but they were pretty sure it was asking for help. It was very quiet, but finally they found it. There was a tiny, beautiful fairy stuck in a molehill from the waist down. She had a tiny little face a hat made of forget-me-nots and a dress that looked like it was sewn together from bluebells. But she looked very, very cross. I'm stuck! Get me out! She spoke to them with a commanding tone. Of course, Princess Isabel said gently. She reached down to shift some of the dirt out of the way and the fairy flinched. Be careful, the fairy said and Princess Isabel nodded. She managed to dig the tiny fairy out of the mud. The fairy unfurled her wings and shot into the air, surrounded by sparkles of light and tinkling sounds. Thank you, she said, hovering at Princess Isabel's eye level. I was trying to dig out something sparkly that I saw in the ground to take to the Queen Fairy's party tonight. But the mud fell in around me and I was trapped. Oh! She shook herself all over as though trying to get the mud off, though she was spotlessly clean already. She inspected Princess Isabel and Harriet the Hare, who didn't quite know what to say. You must come to the party too! Come down to the forest at two o'clock and follow the twinkling sounds. I'll see you there! And with that, and a sudden cloud of golden fairy dust, she flew away, leaving Princess Isabel and Harriet the Hare there by the side of the lake. The friends started walking up to the castle, now talking about the strange fairy. Neither of them had met a fairy before, though Harriet the Hare knew a little about them. They were a proud and hidden race, usually keeping well away from the world of humans. It was a great honour to be invited to the fairy party and they were both excited. 
Princess Isabel decided to find something sparkly in the treasury that they could take as a gift. They got to the castle just in time for Princess Isabel to run up the stairs to the breakfast room and to find Queen Mummy and King Daddy having breakfast. She took her seat and was about to start telling them about the fairy when Queen Mummy looked up and Princess Isabel saw that she was looking worried. You need to eat quickly, Princess Isabel. Your cousins are coming today and we need to have everything ready and perfect for when they arrive. Princess Isabel frowned. She hadn't seen her cousins for a long time. In fact, she couldn't quite remember them. But Queen Mummy and now Princess Isabel looked at him, King Daddy, both seemed quite worried. So she decided it probably wasn't time to talk about the fairies. After eating her breakfast, with her parents urging her to eat faster with every bite, Princess Isabel was hurried upstairs to put on her most frilly, annoying dress. Then Queen Mummy attacked her hair and put it into complicated plaits before placing a tiara on top. Princess Isabel scowled into the mirror. This was definitely not a good outfit for adventures. Quite soon the doorbell rang. Queen Mummy had made sure they were all standing in the hall waiting for their guests. So she opened the door promptly. On the steps were standing Prince Victor and Princess Adelaide and both of them were wearing a slight scowl. Queen Mummy welcomed them in and they looked around the room. Oh, what a nice little castle, Princess Adelaide said a bit snootily. It's not as nice as ours is, but it's all right. Prince Victor looked at Princess Isabel and gave a funny smile. Hello, cousin, what a funny dress. Princess Isabel felt her face go red. Now it happened that she didn't much like this dress, but she also didn't like Prince Victor saying that. She thought that her cousins were rather rude. Let's go and have a morning coffee, Queen Mummy said quickly and started leading the way towards the tea room, while Prince Victor explained that actually he was too young for coffee and that smoothies were much more nutritious. Queen Mummy had actually organised milkshakes for the children and Princess Isabel slurped her strawberry milkshake happily as her cousins spoke about how much smaller the morning room was there than theirs at home and how they only ever had organic milkshakes and how surprised that they had been that there were shaped hedges here because they were so old-fashioned. And they were sure Princess Isabel would love seeing them, as they knew all the best games, and she must be very bored living here on her own. Princess Isabel started to get crosser and crosser and crosser. Her cousins were so rude. No wonder they didn't see them very much. Eventually, when one of them was laughing at her for having a best friend who was a rabbit, she burst out. Well, I'd rather have a best friend who was a hare, thank you very much, than be friends with people who are as rude as you. Princess Isabel found herself standing up and shouting at them. They both looked a bit surprised and a bit amused. Manners, manners, Princess Isabel, said Prince Victor with a smirk. Ah, Princess Isabel, why don't we go and check if um, there's any post, King Daddy said. And Princess Isabel followed him out of the room, embarrassed and still very cross. Daddy, they're awful, Princess Isabel said as soon as they were out of earshot. They're very, very rude and I don't want to see them any more. We should send them away. 
She crossed her arms and stared at him. Oh dear, King Daddy looked at Prince Isabel, then began to speak. They are not very pleasant children, I have to agree with you there. But they are your cousins, and we don't see them very often, because their castle is a very long way away. Which may be a good thing, but today they are here. They may be rude, but we don't have to be. I expect you to be polite, Princess Isabel. After a bit more being grumpy, Princess Isabel agreed, and they all went in for lunch. Prince Victor and Princess Adelaide continued to comment on how the bread wasn't the most fresh, how the table was a bit too high for them, and how they only ever ate tomato soup for lunch. But Princess Isabel firmly ignored them and didn't say a word. King Daddy gave her a couple of encouraging smiles as he slurped his soup energetically, which the rude cousins made faces at. At the end of lunch, her eyes caught the time on the clock. It was quarter to two. She stood up hurriedly and everyone looked at her. I've got to go, she said, putting down her napkin and looking around her. She needed a gift, no time to go to the treasury. She grabbed a shiny fork from the table. I've been invited to a fairy party and I can't possibly miss it. Oh dear, Prince Victor said. And Princess Adelaide continued, still playing imaginary games, are you? No, it's real. I rescued a stuck fairy this morning and they invited me. I absolutely have to go. Why, how wonderful, said King Daddy. And Princess Isabel looked at him gratefully. What a lovely outing to take your cousins on. Go on now, all of you. Princess Isabel looked pleadingly at her father and Prince Victor and Princess Adelaide looked uncertain. Go on, the lot of you. You don't want to be late. And so Princess Isabel found herself walking down the lawn with Prince Victor and Princess Adelaide and Harriet the Hare who obviously wanted to find out what was going on. The rude cousins complained about everything. The mud, the grass, the weather, the fact that they were going on a strange trip into the forest. Princess Isabel gritted her teeth and ignored it. Finally, they got to the edge of the forest. Princess Isabel walked into the trees and stopped. The cousins looked at her. So it's all imaginary, said Prince Victor scornfully. But then they all heard a twinkling sound. That's it, Princess Isabel said. We've got to follow the sound. Come on. They dodged through the trees until ahead of them they could see the beautiful glow of different coloured lights through the trees and could hear the chatter of hundreds of tiny voices. Princess Isabel found herself starting to get very excited. She trod carefully and they got closer. Princess Isabel stopped by a tree and looked. The fairies had taken over a small glade and filled it with flowers and tiny sparkling things and they hovered around it. There was a feast set out at a table of tiny, delicate food. There was a fairy band playing beautiful music and there on a shining and tiny throne was the Queen Fairy with a magnificent crown on her head and a dress made from tulips. Princess Isabel was enchanted. Oh, a voice came from behind her. I thought it would be a bit more impressive than this. Prince Victor didn't even bother to speak quietly. There won't be enough food for us, will there? Princess Adelaide said. Princess Isabel couldn't believe how rude they were and neither, it seemed, could the Queen Fairy. 
she rose elegantly out of her chair on wide, multicoloured wings and looked at them coldly before she pointed her wand at them. Shining tendrils of light snaked towards them and wrapped themselves all around. The rude cousins wriggled and pushed, but couldn't seem to get free or to move. I order you to get these off me, Prince Victor thundered, his face turning very red. Our daddy is a king. He will throw you in prison. Let me go. Adelaide was still twisting to try to escape. Though Princess Isabel thought it served them right, she knew that she must get them set free. She dropped a deep curtsy to the Queen of the Fairies. Your Majesty, it is such an honour to be invited into your magnificent feast. I could not be more overwhelmed by your graciousness and loveliness. I am sorry about my rude cousins, but I beg you, please let them go. They won't be rude again. At that, she glared at Prince Victor and Princess Adelaide, who scowled, but finally nodded. Princess Isabel, it is a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you for rescuing young turnip toes earlier from the mud. But I'm afraid I cannot release your kinsmen. They have been too rude and must remain with us fairies for a year to learn some manners. You may collect them again next year at this party. At this, both Prince Victor and Princess Adelaide began to cry noisily and slurpily. Princess Isabel swallowed. There was no way she could let them stay with the fairies for a whole year. Your Majesty, is there anything I could do to make you reconsider? It would be dishonourable for me not to try to help my guests. She bowed again, and as she did, heartily wished that her stupid cousins were not here, and she could just enjoy the fairy dances and fairy food and learn all about them. The Queen looked at her and considered. Finally she spoke. Princess, you have shown fortitude and grace. Now we must test your skill and your courage. If you can find for us a treasure beyond that which we have in this glade, you may return with your cousins. You have one hour. You may go. Princess Isabel and Harriet the Hare looked at each other, then bowed low to the fairy. Princess Isabel knew the shiny fork she had in her pocket wouldn't be good enough. Get something good, Princess Adelaide called as they started to leave. Then, more quietly, she added, Please. Princess Isabel and Harriet the Hare went straight to Ulra the Unicorn's stable and told him everything. As magical royalty, they thought he might have an idea what to bring to the fairy, but even he looked flummoxed. Fairies like shiny things, but it sounds like the glade was full of shiny things, Harriet the Hare translated. They talked about going to the treasury, but Princess Isabel had a feeling that they needed something better than rubies or gold or silver or emeralds. The fairy glade had looked so wonderful, so alive, so magical, that an old dull tiara or necklace seemed pretty dreary beside it. Let's have a look around and inside the castle, she suggested, and everyone keep trying to think of good ideas. They started to walk around. They found beautiful flowers and lovely paintings and gorgeous cushions and fabrics. They found sparkling diamonds and doorknobs and shoes and crowns, but nothing seemed quite right. And thinking of the beauty of the fairy glade, nothing seemed to be good enough. 
Time was running out. Princess Isabel suddenly started to get hungry. And as she often did at just the right moment, Cook appeared with some chocolate cake. Princess Isabel reached for it gratefully when Harriet the Hare gave a little cry. What is it, Harriet? Princess Isabel said, pausing with her knife hovering above the cake. It looked delicious, covered in magnificent chocolatey icing and just perfect to give her a bit of energy to carry on. The cake, Harriet the Hare said excitedly. The cake is precious and wonderful. And though the fairies had food, they didn't have chocolate cake. And Cook's chocolate cake is the best in the whole world. Princess Isabel looked down. Her brain was thinking that this was a very good idea, but her tummy and her mouth just really, really wanted to eat some chocolate cake. But it was all they had, and they really did have to get back to the fairy party. Princess Isabel gave a big sigh, put the knife down, picked up the platter, and then began to walk back to the forest. When they arrived, Prince Victor and Princess Adelaide had managed to put themselves into some sort of a heap and the fairies were ignoring them splendidly. What did you find? asked Prince Victor eagerly and then he saw the cake. His face fell, but only a little. Princess Isabel has had lots of adventures, Princess Adelaide said in a quiet voice. Maybe she knows what the fairies would like more than we do. The Queen of the Fairies rose from her throne again and looked at Princess Isabel, who curtsied, which is quite difficult with a giant chocolate cake in your hand. This is the treasure I have brought. It was cooked by our own cook at the castle. I think it is the most magnificent chocolate cake I have ever seen. I do hope that you will like it, Your Majesty, and set my cousins free. Princess Isabel's heart was racing. Would the Queen like it? The Queen looked at them closely then made a small gesture. A small fairy flew up to the cake and sliced off a tiny piece with a tiny knife and a tiny plate and took it to the queen. The queen ate and everyone watched with bated breath. She chewed and seemed to consider. That is delicious. Well done, Princess Isabel. Princess Isabel breathed a sigh of relief. Not only have you brought me a true treasure, but you have done so at personal cost. Because of your sacrifice, I will release your cousins. Princess Isabel grinned and glanced at Harriet the Hare, who was also grinning. She curtsied again and set the chocolate cake down on the ground, where a fairy began to cut it into hundreds and hundreds of tiny pieces. The Queen Fairy waved her magic wand towards Prince Victor and Princess Adelaide. The gleaming ropes that had held them shone brightly, then disappeared. They both jumped to their feet immediately and bowed low. Thank you so much, Your Majesty, Prince Victor said in a nice voice that Princess Isabel hadn't heard before. You are very gracious, said Princess Adelaide. It was as though they were completely different children. Princess Isabel and her cousins stayed until the party finished, watching the fairy dances, the magical tiny fireworks, eating tiny portions of food and even some chocolate cake. Each of them enjoyed every moment, and as the fairies started to leave, they started to walk back towards the castle, and the cousins couldn't stop talking about all that they had seen. They got back to the castle just in time for tea, 
and Queen Mummy and King Daddy sat open-mouthed as the cousins said please and thank you and complimented the food they were given. They said goodbye with big thank yous and bows and curtsies and cuddles and promised to come again soon. Princess Isabel wasn't sure about that, but she was certainly glad that the day had got so much better. Princess Isabel, what did you do? As soon as the door was closed, King Daddy spoke to Princess Isabel in wonder. Princess Isabel laughed and gave him a hug. It wasn't really me, King Daddy. It was the Queen of the Fairies and Cook's magnificent chocolate cake. As they went back upstairs, Princess Isabel told her parents all about what had happened and they were amazed. The End Thanks for listening. In the next episode, it's a very rainy day and Princess Isabel and her friends have to stay inside, but soon learn that you don't have to be outside to have an adventure. Subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to make sure you're the first to hear our brand new stories every week. Thank you.